0: If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
1: And welcome again to New Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. This is our preview of Fulham's match Monday night in the West London Derby on the road against Brentford. In the next 15 to 20 minutes, I'll be sharing my thoughts on this match. It's going to be a huge test for Fulham, and I'll be going through it, like I said, in this show. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other Fulham supporters find us. Also, a couple topics I'll be mentioning during the show to go along with the preview. First of all, if you could choose, Fulham have already beaten Chelsea, but if you're watching live, feel free to share your thoughts. Would you rather Fulham beat Brentford or Chelsea? Which one would you prefer? Which one would mean more to you? I'm just curious your view on that. I'll be sharing my thoughts at the end of the show. On top of it, another bonus topic. I have two of them. This is going to be an interesting one. So I'm looking at it. From a Fulham perspective, if Ivan Tony was a Fulham player, should the club play him while under investigation for charges of sport betting? I'll be sharing my views on that at the end of the show. I'm just curious how the Fulham supporters feel about this. Let's say he's Mitro. Let's say he's Pereira. Let's even say he's Marco Silva. Under investigation, should the club play him or should they actually not play him or not allow – the manager, to coach, while under investigation. You could still pay him, just not make him part of the club while under investigation. It's just an interesting subject I wanted just to tackle. I do want to say that I, I do want Ivan Tony to play. He will play against Fulham because I want Fulham to play against the best players. I'm not one that wants Fulham to play against a weaker side. So I do want Ivan Tony to play. I expect him to play. It's not about that. It's what do you think you would do if you, if it was a phone player? What do you think the club should do? So I'm just going to share that in just a bit. So let's get going, and let's start with the preview as I talk a little bit about Marco's press. We do have a little bit of an update, and it's on Tom Kearney, and this actually came from Peter Rutzler. He tweeted out that it looks like Tom Kearney is probably a week or two out from the ankle injury to – rejoining I believe I'm paraphrasing the group in training so it sounds like he's still a little ways away but you know what that's a good sign so Fulham desperately need I think Tom Kearney back I think they missed Tom Kearney so hopefully sooner than later we're gonna get Tom Kearney back I'm thinking hopefully the end of the month we shall see but I think Fulham are missing Tom Kearney having that option in central midfield, the change up that Tom Kearney, the calmness that Tom Kearney offers you. So I'm hoping that we see Tom Kearney back sooner than later. We'll see how that all works out. Okay. So let's now talk about Brentford. And I just want to start off by saying I have a lot of respect for Brentford. Like him or hate him. Obviously there's a huge rivalry here, but I have a huge amount of respect for Brentford, for what they've accomplished, for what they built, for what ownership has built there. They have actually really built something quite special and they deserve so much credit for that. Their season. Again, they took what they did last season and they built on it. They have a, a really good manager and some really good quality players that play for the manager and they are on an 11 game unbeaten streak and I remember watching them play against Manchester United. Extremely impressive. And obviously when they played against Fulham at Craven College, this is a team that deserves to be where they are, just like Fulham do. Brentford deserve absolutely where they are. They've earned it. They've absolutely earned it. And this will be a very difficult match for Fulham, a West London derby. And as you can imagine Everything will be on high alert. Everything will be, you know, emotions will be high in this match. There's no question about it. For both teams, for both sets of supporters, it's going to be a very difficult match, I think, for both clubs, not just Fulham. I think it's also going to be difficult on Brentford with their emotions. I think a lot will be determined by which club handles their emotions the best because I think it's going to be an emotional one. Can Fulham withstand an early storm? That will be a question that we'll have to watch and see and also overcome the loss of Shao Polina. Can Fulham do that? Can they win without Shao Polina? I hope so, but it's going to be an uphill struggle. I'm just going to say that we shall see if they can overcome that. Okay. So let's move on. Let's talk about key players for Brentford and I think you have to start with Ivan Toney. He is an exceptional striker, a very dangerous striker, but it's not just him. It's De Silva. It's the players in central midfield. There are several players there that are excellent. Beyond that, their back four is very solid, and Rico Henry is actually an exceptional player as well. So there are players that Fulham are going to have to tussle with, and they know that, but... Like I said, I have a lot of respect for Brentford, what they've accomplished, and they built a quality team. This is actually a team. I've talked about the other club in Fulham, and they don't play as a team. Brentford do. So that's why they deserve respect. They've earned what they have accomplished this season and will continue to accomplish. And they're going to continue to be in the Premier League with Fulham, and we're going to have this rivalry, I hope, for years to come. Because, uh, like I said, I think it's good for football to have clubs like Brentford and also like Fulham in the premier league. We have the big clubs. Then you have clubs like ours and uh, Brentford. Again, their model, the way that they built their club is something that uh, I have a lot of respect for. I, I just do. It doesn't mean I like them. I don't like them. I'm a Fulham supporter, but I respect them. So just wanted to mention that. Okay. So let's get to it. Let's talk about, key players for Fulham in this match and because I think the real difficult part of this is going to be in central midfield but I'm not going to key there I'm going to put a key on Mitro I think Mitro is going to be extremely important in this match because I think there's going to be a lot of pressure. They're going to need him to be the complete striker that I know that he is. Now what's interesting is that I listened to the besotted podcast and got their little preview and one of uh the co-hosts said well Mitro only score goals that's all he does for film." and this person is just wrong this person just has not watched enough film to know that he is a complete striker he does come back he does the defensive work and he does the link-up play he does all of this they need him desperately to do that in this match absolutely he needs to be heavily involved Early and often, setting up his teammates, but also relieving that pressure. Mitro needs to be involved, and I believe he will. I, I He's a massive key player in this match for me. I could focus on Sasa and Reed as well, but I think that's easy. For me, it really is about Mitro. On top of that, I will talk about the partnership of Diop and Reem. I think they've got their hands full with Ivan Toney. So for me, they're going to be very important as well. So there are a lot of key players here for Fulham. Without Polina, everyone has to step up. Next man up, that's Sasa Lukic. Next man up. I don't know if he's going to be doing his job. I think it's going to be Harrison Reed, Or as uh, Ash said on the last episode, maybe they're going to be taking their turns. Who knows? But someone needs to step up for the loss of Polina because that, to me, is a huge loss. Lukic is going to be playing a role, and I think he could step up. He needs to. They need him to. So just wanted to mention that. Okay. So that's going to lead to go into my starting 11 for this match. So here I go with a starting 11. So this is what I would go with. I'm going to go with Leno, Tete Robinson, Diop and Reem. Then I'm going to go... In the middle of the pitch, I'm going to go with Reed playing the Paulina role, Lukic playing the Reed role, and Pereira. On the left, I'm going with William. People might disagree with me on this one. On the right, I'm going with Bobby Decadova Dover-Reed and Mitro up front. I'm thinking Menor Solomon could be very valuable in this match. I wouldn't be shocked to see him come off the bench at halftime. That's what I would do. I would not start Menor Solomon in this match. I would start... William, and then Bobby Dover reed on the other side. I think Bobby Dover reed could be very valuable in this match. I think they need him not just for going forward, but for his defensive abilities. He's a player that I think could be a difference maker in this match. So I also should have mentioned him as a potential key player. That's my starting 11. Okay. Well, coming up next to end this quick show, I'm going to share my prediction and also have a couple bonus topics to go through. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan
0: Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
1: Okay, before I finish up with predictions, and if you have a prediction, please feel free to share it. For the show, please feel free to. I would definitely will will share it in the show. So here we go. So here is a bonus topic I want to talk a little bit about. And if you're watching live, feel free to share your thoughts on. As I mentioned at the top of the show, if Ivan Tony was a foam player, should the club play him while under investigation for charges of sport betting? And this is just my thoughts on this. If he was Mitro Pereira, even if he was Marco Silva, I would not allow him to be playing with foam or coaching foam. I would pay him while the investigation was going. On, but I would not play this player. That's just how I feel about it. I know the argument is, well, you got to play your best players, but I'm just saying this is what I would do. I feel that the club has a way to look at this, and you could say it's a moral obligation. That's just how I feel about it that these players are role models along with a coach. I think you set an example by not playing or coaching if. A player or coach is under investigation like sport betting. This is a serious thing, especially over here. Sport betting players are not allowed to bet on sports because they can affect the outcome of not just a match, but other matches and games. It's serious. So for me, a full player should not play while under investigation for sport betting. That's just how I feel about it. I don't know how others feel, about that. that's just what I would do. And I just want to say in the situation with Tony, that's a situation for Brentford to deal with. They've made their decision on that. That's fine. I'm just telling you how I feel if the shoe was on the other foot and it was a full player. I would not want that player to play. And I would also look at this if he was facing a long ban. Well, then you can make the argument that you actually – suspended him already so maybe you would get leniency with that ban maybe you could say matches already served under a ban would actually help with that ban so that's also something to consider but for me if this was a phone player I wouldn't play him I, I know people are going to disagree with me on that it's not all about winning for me it's about also doing the right thing that's just how I feel on that others can feel differently that's just where I'm coming from on it The other thing, if I'm being honest with you, if I had a choice between beating Brentford and beating Chelsea, I'm actually going to say I'd rather beat Brentford because I see them as a closer rival to Fulham. Chelsea is going to be a top four, top six club moving forward. And for me, I do like the rivalry between us and Brentford. I'll never forget winning the playoff final. That is a moment that, will always be in, in my mind. So for me, it's Brentford, but I know others might say Chelsea. Okay. Well, before I end the show with predictions, I'm just going to share some of the comments I'm getting, and, uh, and let's see what we got. See, Stephen Murray says, beat Chelsea. This is from my friend Gary D. He says, hi, Russ. Hope all is well. I think tomorrow night Harrison Reed will go back into Paulina role. Lukic will be more advanced. Lukic play this role for Torino. Thank you about that, Gary. And then he also shares, Fulham are more than capable of getting a result tomorrow evening. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Billy C's actually going for a 3-3. I go, Boy, that would be that'd be quite the result, my friend. And then Stephen Murray says, Fulham to win 2-0, Mitro brace. Metro back on fire. Well, I hope Mitro's on fire. I absolutely do. Thank you, everyone, for your comments. But I'm going to finish up with my prediction and it's not going to be one that I think people are going to like I'm actually going with Brentford in, in this match I got to be honest with you I think the loss of Paulina is going to leave a hole here and uh I think that Fulham can overcome it but if I'm thinking about this I'm going to go with Brentford winning one nil. and boy do I hope I'm wrong but I'm just Being honest, this is how I feel going into this match. I can't always pick Fulham to win. So I am picking Brentford to win 1-0. That's my thoughts on that. Okay. Well, listen, thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. Please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other Fulham supporters find us. Do want to mention, we will have an episode of Cottage Talk full-time shortly after the match ends. Janis Janais will be joining me. It should be a lot of fun. Hopefully we'll have something positive to talk about. Hopefully I'll be wrong because I want to be wrong. Trust me. I want to be wrong about this match. I want foam to win in the worst possible way. That's going to do it for this episode. My name is Russ Goldman. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. Now part of the TalkSport Fan Network.
0: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
1: It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and term supply, see mcdonalds.com.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk sport powered by fans.